0: Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Friends of Cabrini podcast. You're listening to your host, Jilly So. So guys, today I'm going to talk about black joy in unschooling. And first and foremost, you guys that are listening, if you're new, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thanks for continuing to support the podcast. But I just want to say... As a disclaimer that this podcast is by no means meant to be a substitute to your own personal journey and unschooling or your own personal research so please continue to do your research now with that being said i wanted to let you guys know that as african-american unschoolers it's important to remember that we are all change makers and innovators so Today's topic, we're going to dig deep into what Black joy in our unschooling journey should look like, how to get in tune with it, the importance of having Black joy during stressful times, even including in our personal lives, what it looks like, what it feels like. We're also going to talk about how can we create it and then how can we use it to connect with our children. Now, when I think about Black joy, first and foremost, i always tend to think about my son and the reason why i think about my son is because he's much more of a freer version of myself he has no limitations no boundaries no fences he's as free as can be and he loves life he loves enjoying life and i can really just tell because through his personality through his continuity that shines, those small moments of joy shines on their own. And they're very organic. And so I usually like to look at my son for help. And I know that probably sounds really weird to say, but it is very true. I look at my son for help in the form of liberation, simply because I know that as an adult, sometimes I can get really guarded by certain things and certain moments in life, especially based on things I've already felt and experienced in the past. So I can tend to be more guarded than my son is versus where he's a newcomer in the world, you know, so he's exploring everything and he's happy to go about it and and do those things. So I look to him for liberation and being able to also have my moments of spontaneity and things of that nature. And another thing that I Notice about my son is that when he has these moments he's able to freely connect with freedom and just really enjoy life for what it is and enjoy those moments for what it is my son has really been able to write in the wants that he has and he's been intentional about that wanting to have a certain career or going a certain direction and that's something that i've been able to strongly support And encourage him in so one of the things that I would definitely say is when you're able to see that your child has those moments of black joy whether it's a boy or a girl I want you guys to know that it's very important to not only identify those moments but it's also very important to protect those moments as well protect those moments of innocence for your children And you should do so strongly. I remember when I was a child and my grandmother who raised me is completely different from how I am as a parent. Now, I will start off with saying that I absolutely give my grandmother grace because during those times, things were much different. Not saying that things are harder than what they were in the past, but simply the times were different. Now, as I'm coming up and I'm a parent and I have a male child, I'm looking at a lot of just racial violence that's hitting home when it comes to my son or when it comes to my uncles or my brothers or just men that I am connected to and men that I know. And I'm looking at how that has a ripple effect, not just for them, but for the other lives of individuals that are connected to them. So it's very important for me to allow my son to experience what joy genuinely feels like in its most authentic and organic form of it. And it's very important for me to protect him and shelter him on some things, but allow him to also really just experience life and not to be afraid of experiencing life. One of the things that I always like to encourage people to do is really just have open lines of communication with your child. Be willing to listen to your child to find out what it is exactly that they are interested in. And that's part of our goal when we are unschooling. It's child-led, interest-led. So We're always looking to see what it is that they're interested in, and those things may change over time, or they may stay the same, depending on your child, but you should always be willing to listen to them, and then give them affirmations that will help them along the way. Give them affirmations that will help them to feel calm, to feel safe, to feel well, because we don't want them to have these negative influences from society that will deter them from what it is that they actually want to do, and not only will it deter them from what it is that they want to do, but then it will take away the beauty and the very essence of their joy for those things. We also want to be able to trust our children as well and trust that while they're learning things in real time, freely and organically. That they're taking in all of these concepts and things that they're learning as well and those things can be applied later on in their life and they will have these memories where they remember these things because they learn in a variety of different ways hey friends it's Jalisa from friends of gabrini did you know that we have a virtual book club this summer Oh my gosh, it is the membership your little learner will love. Sign up your child today at friendsofcabrini.com. Now let's get back to the episode. So it is our responsibility to chronicle all of our children's experiences. One of the things I'm really big on is being a memory maker and i love making memories with my son because i believe it's important to tell stories including even the hard ones i believe it's important to give creative safe spaces for children to just evolve and to grow and so i highly encourage you guys that when you're thinking about how to create black joy think of those safe moments and those safe spaces that your child can have where they can't organically have fun and just enjoy life and snapshot those things record them take pictures write it down whatever it is just have those memories as collectors And you can go back throughout the year and, you know, remind yourself or remind your child, like, hey, look at this, look at what you did and how successful you were at that. Or remember when you tried this thing, do you think you want to try it again next year? Just kind of have those conversations along the way with them as well. Help your child to really be able to define what Black Joy looks like for them and how they can really, truly experience it. And then allow yourself to really sit in the fear of what home education and parenting should look like. Now, we all know that coming into the homeschool or the unschooling arena, there's a lot of naysayers. There's a lot of pushback that you might get or receive because You might be the first generation or the second generation of doing this, or you might just simply have a lot of people around you that are not quite familiar with how things in the homeschool or unschool realm go, but they're very accustomed to what the traditional spectrum of learning looks like. And it's hard for them to see a a shift. It's hard for them to see a change. So I'm here to tell you that it's definitely important for you to allow yourself to sit in the fear of what home education and parenting should look like for you and your child. Now, that does not mean that you sit in the fear of what others think and what others believe, but you sit in whatever your fears are. So, of course, it's natural for you to have those thoughts of uncertainty because you don't know what to expect. And it's natural for you to not know where to start or where to begin or when to start or how to start because you don't know those things. The thing that you must do is really simple. That's start. Don't get defeated by the fear but understand what it is that you feel that you don't know and then start. It's really that simple, guys. When you think about all of these fears, I want you guys to think about how can you or your family or your child heal or restore from those fears? How can you on your own or your child on their own change the narrative of what their home education experience should look like? How can you change the narrative of what parenting should look like? It may not look exactly like what you've experienced as a child with your parent or what you see others experiencing, it might look completely new, completely different, non-toxic, happy, healthy, and whole, full of joy. And that's absolutely okay. And that's exactly what the goal is. That's what we're aiming for. I also want you guys to think about how does your instruction or your guidance or your support for that matter, how does those things reflect for the morals and values that you wish to see your child develop and have as they age and become adults in the world you want to think about those things as you're going through your process of just learning with your child or supporting your child along the way of their self-directed learning journey then consider the main thing which is home education is personal It's not meant for society to tell you what to do and how to do. It's personal. And the reason why it's personal is because it is your birthright. If you look at our history, our ancestors have showed us from the residue of the slave trade, from the residue of the Jim Crow laws and civil rights, from the residue of mass incarceration in the 80s, We can go to the kings and queens that once lived and ruled the lands in Africa. They've shown us over and over how they are fearless, how they are resilient, how they are survivors. So I want you guys to remember those things and understand that this is a personal journey that is absolutely your birthright, which means you have the right to decide what and how your child's home education experience should look like and what and how your parenting experience should look like. Consider what are the things that you bring to the table that will help you and assist you with being the best that you can as a supporter of your child's learning and then use those things to help you revisit your decision and also use those things to help you push forward and to continue as well. A lot of those things that you'll realize along the way, most likely than not, will be a lot of positive qualities that will assist your child and yourself in your unschooling journey. Are you enjoying the podcast? Remember to subscribe to Friends of Caprini on Spotify. Now, back to the episode. And the main thing, of course, is that you have to remember that your child is going to be at the center of all of this because it's about them. So it's absolutely okay to be nervous because that's natural. And it's absolutely okay to be uncertain because that's also natural. But just to remember that home education is about freedom. It's about joy. It's about experiencing life freely and unequivocally without someone else telling you where to go, how to do, when to get it, and where to be. It's literally you taking in everything on your own and you following whatever the journey is, however you and your child chooses to do so. So that is what unschooling is about. And that is what black joy should look like. And that's also why it's important as well. Another reason of why I think it's important is really for the diversity and inclusion. Now that term we probably tend to hear in the workplace, but that's also something that we should be considering when it comes to education. And for many of us who may not have been homeschooled or unschooled as children, we probably had the traditional learning aspect of simply attending public schools when we were children. So you might be familiar with what those experiences look like, or your child might be familiar with what those experiences may look or feel like. And I want you guys to consider through those experiences, did you find joy? Did you find excitement to do something new? Probably not. Nine times out of 10. So If you can remember those things and understand how you felt, then you can also understand what is needed in order for you to be successful in your own personal unschooling journey. Be able to call up what it is that you need or what it is that your child needs and be honest and truthful about those things. And then you must also know that having black joy in your unschooling journey is very crucial and your child is worth that they're worth that because if they were to go to a public school they're going to have all of these big emotions of rage and sorrow and grief that they're going to be facing every single day those emotions are accessible because there's going to be daily drama and daily trauma that they'll be engaged in so one of the things that they may not seem to always see is simply being able to find joy and One of the very blessings that we get from unschooling is being able to have joy because we have these spontaneous moments that are just amazing, where our children feel safe, where they feel free, where they feel happy, where they feel loved, they feel encouraged. And I want you guys to know that it's important for our children to remember those moments and to connect with those moments. And then they must recall those. They must recall those experiences. And it's okay not to feel guilty about those experiences. Our ancestors are rooting for us to have these moments and to be resilient. So remember that this is your birthright and it's absolutely okay to protect those moments of black joy. Some of the ways that you can protect them is simply by setting boundaries of who's safe enough to be around you and your child during these experiences. Who should you be sharing these experiences with? You should also look at how you can define what the safety should look like for you and your child. And don't look at it as a temporary thing of happiness. When you think of happiness, it's a temporary healing. But joy, honestly, is the undercurrent. It's always present. It's always there. It's always available. And it's something that never leaves you. It's everlasting. And that's that's what we're looking for. That's what we want our child to have. So understand that no one can take that away from you or from your child. This is the distinctive experience that we all will have. And that's just in general, outside of our general experiences. So just remember that guys, remember to do your research and understand your path as you go through your home education journey and how it connects to black joy. Remember that there must be immediate opportunities of healing to take place to transcend those experiences because you may be transitioning from a toxic, toxic environment into a more positive and neutral and centered environment where there is going to be more positive experiences, if that makes any sense. I thank you guys for listening to this podcast. And please remember to continue to support Prince Cabrini online at friendscabrini.com. Until next time.